0: You're listening to Rhema for Today.
1: The great Father God is a love God. And if you walk in love, you walk in His realm. Praise the Lord. Now His very nature, because He is love, the Bible says, then His very nature compels Him to care for us, protect us,
0: and shield us. Welcome to Rama for Today. Kennethy e. Hagan continues his teaching on the Father's Care. Find out more next on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kennethy e. Hagan for today's message.
1: Then again, listen to the Master, the Lord Jesus, again in this same chapter. Skip down to the 26th verse of this same 6th chapter of Matthew, and listen again to the Master. Behold the fowls of the air, for they sow not, neither do they reap, nor gather into barns. Yet your heavenly Father feedeth them. Are ye not much better than they? Well, they never grasped it. I mean, the Israel to whom he was speaking never grasped it. They didn't understand what he was talking about. That was utterly new. And I'll tell you the truth about it. It's new to most of our church members today. Most of us have been taught to fear and to shrink from a God of justice. And we've never seen the love side of God. As we ought to have seen it, and that's what Jesus came to bring to us. For God so loved the world. Everybody knows John 3.16, don't they? For God so loved the world. But do you know John 3.17? He sent not his son in the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. Thank God he did love us, did he? And he does. All right, let's go on here in this 6th chapter of Matthew. To me, it's most beautiful. The 30th through the 33rd verse. Wherefore, if God so clothed the grass of the field, which today is and tomorrow is cast into the oven, shall he not much more clothe you, O ye of little faith? Therefore take no thought, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or wherewithal shall we be clothed? For after all these things do the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knoweth that ye have need of all these things. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Thank God he didn't say they will be taken away from you. He said they'll be added unto you. Now, that proves that the Father cares for his own. All these things shall be added unto you. Hallelujah. Now, notice the 34th verse. Take, therefore, no thought for the morrow. For the morrow shall take thought for the things of itself, sufficient unto the day the evil thereof. Another translation, I think makes it a little more clear to us, says, Be not, therefore, anxious for the morrow. You see, God doesn't want His children to be anxious or to worry. Be not, therefore, anxious for the morrow. In other words, what are you saying? Have no worry, no fret, no anxiety. That's what God's saying. Because I'm your heavenly Father. I know what things you have need of before you ask. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all of these things shall be added unto you. That's what he said. Your heavenly Father knoweth that you have need of these things. So have no worry, no fret, no anxiety. If if he is your Father, you may be assured that he will take a Father's place and he will perform a Father's part. You may be certain that if he is your Father, that he loves you and that he will care for you. Oh, praise God. I'm glad he's my father. Is he yours? Well, let's look at some more scriptures now. Let's turn back again to John's Gospel. And uh, this time, let's turn to the 14th chapter. The 14th chapter of John's Gospel. And the 23rd verse, but I think we'll read the 21st through the 23rd verse here. And we will get here a revelation of the father's attitude toward his own children. He that hath my commandments and keepeth them, he it is that loveth me. And he that loveth me shall be loved of my father. And I will love him and will manifest myself to him. Judas saith unto him, not his carrot, Lord, how is it? that thou wilt manifest thyself unto us and not unto the world. Now the 23rd verse. Jesus answered and said unto him, If a man love me, he will keep my words, and my Father will love him, and we will come unto him and make our abode with him. Oh, isn't that beautiful? Praise God. Now there are two things suggested here in these these three scriptures we read, verse 21, 22 first. That he keep my commandments, Jesus said. Now remember that his commandments are that we love one another even as he loved us. That, that sums the whole thing. There's no use of bothering about anything else. Jesus said, a new commandment I give you. A new commandment I give you. That you'll love one another even as I have loved you. Are you hearing me? There's no use of worrying about any other commandment. That, that sums up the whole business. Because the word of God said, you know, in the book of Romans, Paul says, love is the fulfilling of the law. If you do this, you fulfill all the rest of it. Do you hear me? Amen. And so that you love one another. Now, the second fact is that he shall be loved of my father. If you walk in love, you walk in God's realm. For God is love. The great Father God is a love God. And if you walk in love, you walk in his realm. Praise the Lord. Now his very nature, because he is love, the Bible says, then his very nature compels him to care for us, protect us, and shield us. Because he's love. Love does that even natural love. And how far is divine love beyond natural love? Isn't that true? I like again the scripture where Jesus said, If ye then be an evil, know how to give good gifts unto your children. How much more? Hallelujah. How much more will your Father, which is in heaven, Give good things unto them that ask it. I don't know, but uh, when I get to that, how much more than just a thrill goes through my spirit. How much more? How much more? If ye then be an evil, know how to give good things or good gifts unto your children. Well, now uh, I've said it before, I'll say it again. How many of you folks, you parents, you who have children, it's your plan, purpose, and will for your children as they go through life, poverty-stricken, their nose to the grindstone, sick, afflicted, it, downtrodden, downcast, down and out. Not a single one of you. I said not a single one of them. Not a single one of you. parents will, will sacrifice because they love their children. Many of them will work their finger to the bone almost and will sacrifice to help their children gain a better education so they can have things easier and better in life than they had. They want to they shield them because they love them from some of the bumps and the knocks and the hard times that they had. Isn't that right? Now just natural folks are that way. Are you hearing me? That's what he said. If he's then being evil or natural, you, you don't have to be a Christian to be that way. The majority—you find some exceptions all over, but the majority of even natural people are that way. Is that true? I, I know. For instance, uh, my youngest brother said, "You see, we our home was broken." Actually, my youngest brother never remembers his daddy. Because he left when he was about six months old, I don't get he ever saw him a time or two in his lifetime. My brother, youngest brother, was is his about five and a half years younger than I, and so he never he never knew anything. I hardly know because he wasn't there too much of the time. I can only remember three or four things that happened in connection with my daddy. I was about six years old when he left. My youngest brother, six months old, because he'd go and and and. Uh, and you wouldn't see him for a long time. I mean, of course, I wasn't old enough to know a lot of it, but uh, but I know that I can only remember a few things that ever happened connected with him. And so it almost seems like I never had a daddy. But uh, and my youngest brother had no recollections at all, because he was only six months old when he left. And I guess he was, oh, uh, 10, 12 years old for the first time he ever saw him. And probably never saw him, but just, just you know, saw him at a distance or something uh, uh, two or three times in life. But anyway... My youngest brother had it quite, quite rough. I I tried to help them, and and I uh, began my ministry, but it was depression days, you'll have to remember, and you just didn't get much money, you know, preaching. And we had something to eat all right. I furnished the groceries even after I started preaching. And we had a place to live, an apartment house, actually three apartments, and we lived in one and rented two out, but the income was very low. And what you got income on those apartments because we rented them, our mama rented them with the, uh, with the uh, you know, we furnished the bills. So the time you paid the gas bill and the light bill and the taxes and the insurance, that's just about all it did.
0: Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Pastor Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. Right now, I'd like to tell you about this month's special radio offer, the Kenneth E. Hagan Legacy Bible. It's bound in beautiful black genuine leather, contains a collection of 26 lessons on faith and the harmony of the four Gospels. But wait, that's not where this offer stops. If you buy the Bible for $129.95, Kenneth and Lynette will give you the three CD series from Kenneth Hagan, Keys to the Greater Glory. Kenneth E. single CD, The Reality of Heaven and Hell, and finally, Kenneth E. DVD entitled, Bring Back the King. These three resources are retailed at $42.95, but are free with the purchase of this Bible. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online Let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. about partnering with us. Yes. We have so many great partners out there, and, and I want to tell you, uh, you you help us. Without you, that's we right. couldn't make it. Now, somebody said, well, what is a word partner? Well, that's somebody that prays for us regularly, and somebody that sends in at least a month, once a month uh, whatever they can right. An in offering? offering to help us to keep this telecast and help us keep mm-hmm. Rhema going. And so that's, that's, that's what a Word Partner Club is. And if you would like to be a Word Partner Club member with us, well, you can go to ramaorg WPC and all the information's there and how to become a partner. And we really thank you. Tomorrow, more from Kenneth E. Hagan on the Father's Care. If you'd like, you can visit our online bookstore at rama.org. Thanks for listening to REMA for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen.